Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Change will not come if we Don't wait for some other radio. person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded.
Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. One side in this campaign has been telling us that the issues of this election are the maintenance of peace and prosperity. The line has been used. We've never had it so good. I won't have to worry about putting back in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. The, the key point I'm making right now is that uh, the economy is moving in a positive direction. And yet our government continues to spend $17 million a day more than the government takes in. You're telling me we got to go spend money to keep from going bankrupt? The answer is yes, yeah, I'm telling you. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We're going to raise the debt limit. Uh, we always have. Uh, we will do it again. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. I have been informed by the, that the majority plans to block consideration of uh, this amendment, which is number 1367, regarding the transparency at the Federal Reserve. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. It said that China has now surpassed Japan as the U.S. government's largest creditor, owning at least 10% of all U.S. debt, perhaps as much as $700 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. President Obama is expected to face tough questions over the U.S. decision to pump 600 billion freshly printed dollars into its economy. Now, the move is an attempt to revive the country's finances, but will result in the devaluation of the dollar. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. We've got to give them a stake in creating the kind of uh, uh, world order that I think all of us would like to see. And it's been said if we lose that war and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours. You'll construct a legal regime to make indefinite detention legal. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. For some trips, it'll be faster than flying, without the pat-down. Anna was was picked to go through. Pretty much everybody except the baby was, was picked to go through uh, the, the scanner. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. Damn America, that's in the Bible. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. I've got a core set of values that uh, I think have to be advanced um, and, and that I, my individual salvation depends on uh, our collective salvation. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or a right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. We had an election, and it was about a direction for our country. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. In this vote-harvesting time, they use terms like the Great Society 
Or, as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. In the end, in the end, that's what this election is about. Well, the trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. It, over the course of 10 years, it would cost what it would cost us. It, it, <laughs> all right. Okay. We're going to. The, it would cost us about the same as it would cost. Well, good evening, folks, and welcome to another fun-filled and informative hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Today's date, wow, where's this month gone? May 29th, 2012, beautiful old town Alexandria, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. You know, I spent yesterday in Arlington National Cemetery, I worked my way through the wars, from the Civil War through Vietnam, through the first Iraq war, and on. I spent the entire day at Arlington. The entire day. I asked some of my friends and associates, and even some folks I didn't like at all. Wait, what are your plans for today? What are your plans for Memorial Day? No, I'm going to a cookout. I think I got ten cookouts, two barbecues, picnic, that kind of thing. It seems to me that the only way to tell the true meaning, the only way to assess the true meaning of Memorial Day is to notice that there's a war movie on or something like that. <laughs> I didn't hear anyone say that they'd spend the day like I did in introspection and reflection. Think of all the Civil War fighters on both sides who took up arms to fight for, well, whatever their version of freedom was. World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea, of course, Forgotten War. the first Iraq war, the second, and currently Afghanistan. Think about that. What, what is the true meaning of Memorial Day? Because I heard nothing but cookouts, picnics, stuff you can do any Sunday. Any Sunday of the week, any Saturday, any Friday, hey, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can always have a cookout. But I wonder, and I didn't ask, well, is that it? Is that all there is? Just a, a cookout? 
hot dogs, hamburgers, baked uh, chicken, barbecue. Not one person I spoke to said that they were going to pay their respects to a dead warrior, a soldier, an airman, a marine, a Coast Guard person. Not one. So next year, around this time, Memorial Day, I'm going to ask again, hey, what are you going to do on Memorial Day? How how do you plan to spend the day? And hopefully the answer will be in something along the lines of, and I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but something I'd like to hear something along the lines of, well, in addition to enjoying the day with my family and friends, I plan to pay my respects to those and who fought and died for our freedom so that we may enjoy this day. Hey, and put a put a slab of ribs on the barbecue for those warriors who are not here to celebrate with us. I know they would they would have liked to have been here. But they but you're having a cookout. You're chowing down. Now on to our show topic. Will the nineteen ninety one biography or biography discovery force Obama to open the hood? From an article in the American Thinker. If you have a young child, you've probably watched Disney's Cars 2 about a thousand times. For those who didn't know, at the movie's end, an obligatory spoiler for those of you who haven't seen it, Sir Miles Axelrod is exposed as a fraud when he's forced to open his hood by Mater. The tow truck. Three possible, well, three possibilities followed the bombshell discovery that Barack Obama was promoting in 1991 through 2007 by his professional agency as an author, quote, born in Kenya and raised in Indonesia and Hawaii, end quote. Number one, Obama untruthfully presented himself as a Kenyan born. Number two, Obama untruthfully presented himself as Hawaiian-born. And number three, Obama had no knowledge that his bio contained the 16-year-old error, which was corrected in April of 2007, when Obama was gearing up for his campaign for the U.S. presidency. Of the three possibilities... Number three may be discarded as um, simply absurd. Everyone in the publishing industry knows that authors write their own bios. At the very least, authors approve their own bios. Mr. Obama's acting and distal bio is fairly lengthy and detailed. To believe that Obama had no knowledge, none, 
of the born in Kenya era requires more than just believing he didn't sign off on it. We would also have to believe that Obama didn't care to read his bio in the 36-page promotional booklet after publication and distribution. This is also a bit beyond the pale. Did Obama get a copy? Of course he did. That's another publishing standard, after all. No, Roger, excuse me, Roger Kimball wrote a little spoof of A&D's fact-checking era. And here it goes. An agency spokesman who claims to have been responsible for the, quote, born in Kenya, end quote, wheezy, has published, uh, has publicly said that it was a mistake. A typographical error, a slip of the pen that just went unchecked for um, 16, 17 years. I can understand that, yeah. She meant to write, quote, Hawaii, end quote, and wrote, quote, Kenya, end quote, instead. That can happen to anyone. They look and sound enough alike, don't they? They look and sound so much alike that no one noticed, not even Barack Obama. You meant to write there, and you wrote there instead. You meant to write cup, and you wrote supercragulastolistic-expialidocious. Uh, <laughs> instead, no one, no one in the literal, literary agency, not the author himself, could be expected to notice. We all understand that, right? But beyond any reasonable doubt, the Kenyan birth information is supplied by Obama himself. And the bio was most likely written by Obama. At this point, we should pause to consider why. Why this explosive story is being largely ignored by the mainstream news media. No matter how it's spun, when the dust settles... The story is a lose-lose for Obama. Either way, Obama's lied. And either way, the respective lie is no small matter. None. But some will have you believe that it is. It was just a slip of the pen. Some have speculated that Obama presented himself as Kenyan-born to fit his black liberation ideology in context of promoting his yet-to-be-written journeys in black and white. Mark Stein writes, Well, being born in Hawaii doesn't really help. It's entirely irrelevant to the twin pillars of contemporary black grievance, American slavery, European imperialism. To 99.99% of people, Hawaii is a luxury vacation destination and nothing else. Whereas Kenya, now, Kenya puts you at the heart, the very heart of what in an otherwise notably orderly decolonization process by the British was bitter, violent struggle. A bitter, violent struggle against the white man's rule. The composite checks in deep, doesn't it? Others have noted that if Obama registered for college in the United States as a foreign student, 
either because he was adopted by his stepfather, Lolo Santoro, in Indonesia, or because he actually was born in Kenya, he pretty much had to go with the bio of the down for the struggle foreign author. Down. I'm down for the struggle, my man. Put up the fist. And aiding to the mystery Obama's college uh, vital passport and selective service records are guarded more securely than the Golden Fort Knox. Why don't we know? He's the president of the United States of America. Why don't we know more about this guy? Why? Why? We have a call on the line, and we're going to get to him in just a minute. At at this point, let's hope that the establishment conservative press can finally get a handle on navigating the Obama secrecy issue skillfully and without fear. The entire issue has been wrongly framed. There's no burden on people to prove anything. Hell, I was a colonel in the United States Marine Corps. I may as well just say I was the four-star general. Call me General Jones. Because if I say it, it must be true. Right? Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Yeah, Doc, thanks for what you said about Memorial Day. I think it's really appropriate uh, You know that people don't take time to remember those who gave all of their tomorrows for our todays. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to celebrating, I realize now the very guys whom I would, because, you know, we came in out of the bush after like three, four weeks in the bush for our one week back while we rested and refit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the very guys, these very guys would take out huge, enormous tubs of ice and stack them with beer and they'd go mm-hmm. as long as could. So, you know, I, I guess I'd say, well, the, the, since these guys would be the very first to be up there guzzling beer, I don't mind if people would do it. I just wish that they would, you know, remember the guys who did. Just it'll take a little time under the midst of the revelry to say, hey, you know, uh, you owe something to the memory of these guys. You owe a little bit. Just tell somebody, ask somebody, a veteran, or remember his buddies, and tell you what he knew about him and what they did. And, you know, that, I think that would be a good, I think that would be appropriate. I agree. I agree. We have on the line Sarge, um, who uh, co-hosts the show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, uh, Sarge, tell us a little bit about the show and uh, what time we can uh, expect uh, you guys. Oh, well, you can uh, tune in to 11.30 Eastern Standard Time, and you can hear all the madness that goes on there. we got a free-flowing, un- utterly unscripted show that can mm-hmm. lead us into any. A pathway for better or for worse, and uh, I guarantee you'll find it compelling even if you don't agree with everything we say. And again, that's 11:30 GGT primetime conservative with my co-host Cool Mike and Jermaine himself, and uh, we explore just about anything and everything. I tell you, I'm not sure what it is. As, as, as a press, I'm not sure what it is we're going to be talking about, but we will be talking about something compelling. What does that matter? Just come on and see what. <laughs> 
No doubt. It's a free-for-all, and it's one of the best blog talk radio shows available out of the thousands of blog talk radio shows. Um, it's, um, it's, it's almost always in the top 15, um, and uh, it, it's one of the best. Your shows on Doc, because you are the you are uh, uh, a dean of erudition and uh, information, and man, you know. Well, <laughs> you throw, you're throwing out the ten ten dollar <laughs> word. That's a ten to ten dollar word. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Sarge? What do you think about this um, this um, author's um, slip of the pen with regard to Barack Obama's biography, and 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 moreover. What do you think about uh, the secrecy surrounding Barack Obama's passport issues, his uh, birth, not his birth certificate, his um, his scholastic reports, uh, his, his, all of that stuff? I mean, it's been brought out uh, that the uh, Hawaii has verified Barack Obama's birth, and so that issue is considered dead. What do you think about that? And they just look. The state of Hawaii just confirmed that what Barack Obama put on the web is a forgery. They've reinforced the suspicions about his providence and everything about it. They didn't, anybody who's paying attention, uh, they, they should know that uh, what they put out there is an absolute, it, it, it's, it's, what is it, misdirection? What is misdirection? They confirmed the birth certificate is a forgery. Now, in response to this finding, uh, you know, the finding by Sheriff Joe Pyle, that's where it originally started. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Pyle, whole case posse, putting up almost scientific proof that the long-form birth certificate Barack Obama released to the American public on April 27th is, in fact, a crude and poor forgery, along with the Selective Service registration card. Mm-hmm. But more open than that, in response to this finding, the Arizona Secretary Ken Bennett asked Hawaii to verify the information listed on that document. Now, after months of stonewalling Bennett, months, they sent him a verification of birth in May, on, on May 22nd. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They could not and did not. This is vital, folks. Listen to me. If you look at the verification form they sent back, they, they, of course they didn't send back a copy of what they report what they have on file in Hawaii. They sent back a verification form, which wasn't even signed, initialed by the principal who, who, whose name was rubber stamped on it. It was, it was initialed by somebody, somebody named G.K. Alvin Anaka's signature was stamped on it. I guess so he can have plausible not deniability when the cow pie hits the fan. But, but what, what this, this document says is that they didn't verify his birthday or his birth year. That's not verified by what, which, by the way, is critical to determining whether or not you are constitutionally eligible to be president because it's this that you be 35 years of age. Now, I don't have much doubt that Obama is at least 35 years of age. Mm-hmm. I think, however, he's been lying about his birthday. In fact, it slipped at a press conference. Remember when he said in a couple of weeks he was going to be 51 or 50? Yeah. And people said, oh, wait, this doesn't jive with the date of your birth because it was off by three weeks. It's three weeks premature. The reason I suspect that, you know, when, when you lie so much like this guy and you're not that bright, your brain probably been frazzled by doing too much cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard all of your lies straight. Yeah. This guy may be three weeks older than he actually is which might be the difference between the time he was born in Kenya and the time his mother felt he was fit to travel on an aircraft. Yeah, yeah. That is what, now, if he had a late or altered birth certificate, has Hawaii law under uh, Hawaii, uh, Hawaii Department of Health, 
Chapter 338 allows you to do. In other words, you can go before lieutenant governor or another appropriate official in Hawaii, and you can have your birth certificate altered if you have one already on In other words, you could correct some facts, you know, kind of like when you're correcting a literary agent's, quote, mistake, unquote. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You can go before an official and swear to certain, and they will alter your birth certificate. However, when they do that, they, they have to put a big, big, huge stamp on it. You mm-hmm. know, sure they are late or altered. Late or altered. I suspect that's what's in Hawaii's file. I suspect those are the facts that are on the file, a late altered birth certificate, which the Hawaii uh, Department of Health, Alvin Anaka, or its proxy, verified, because that's all. Late and altered birth certificate, boom, that's what we have on file. However, a late or altered birth certificate has no probative value, none, zero, under Hawaii law. It has no probative value until it goes before an adjudicatory hearing officer of some sort, either in a court, a trial, some sort of a, some sort of hearing in which a, a, a legal determination is made by an, some sort of adjudicatory hearing officer that this birth certificate is probative and has probative value. I suspect that's why he's not letting us look at it, because we'll know he altered it when he was covering his tracks to run for the presidency. That's what he was doing. That's why the whole thing with the literary agent stayed on there three different times, 1991, 1998, and 2007. 2007 and three separate releases on the literary website. They were still saying he was born in Kenya, uncorrected from 1991 till 2007 when it was changed as he was planning to run for the presidency. So this issue hasn't been resolved and there's just simply more fuel they've added more fuel to the fire the guy's bona fides are simply suspect he's suspect and it's not being reported on accurately if at all by anyone except uh, bloggers uh, and uh, and conservative uh, radio and news organizations right you must realize doc that Bennett also asked the state of Hawaii to verify that the attached copy of the Certificate of Live Birth from Mr. Obama is a true and accurate representation of the original record in your files. Mm-hmm. He was asked why to confirm that the attached document is identical to the original Hawaii claims they have. They told the, the state of Hawaii, because remember, Obama sent his lawyer, a woman named Judy Corley. She went yes. to Hawaii, she had two photocopies of the original, what purported to be, two original photocopies of the original birth certificate, which he posted one of them on the White House website. Mm-hmm. And Bennett attached a print of that photocopy, print out of that photocopy, which should be identical to the original if it wasn't old, late, or altered. But yet a wife could not confirm that it met. They responded that you have to change your request. We will not verify that you that portion of your request. They insisted that Bennett change his request about verifying the original. Imagine so- so the the wouldn't verify it. In other words, they literally would not respond to Bennett's request to verify that what Obama gave the world was his original birthday. They said, "Nope, not until you reword your request." You know, day of birth. I can't get over this. They didn't. They did not confirm his day of birth. He had that altered. Has there ever 
been a president or presidential candidate whose bona fides were so so clouded in mystery. There's no mystery for me. There's some sort of forgery and deception going on. There's fraud going on. I'm not mystified at all. The only no. question is precisely what are the dimensions of the fraud and the deceit. That is the only question, not whether it has occurred. I have absolutely no doubt it's occurred. I'm positive to a moral certainty. Stake my life and die on the hill, sure. There's been fraud, deceit, forgery, uh, deception, you name it. Uh, treason, constructive treason by many. I have no doubt of it. How can we yeah. have a, how is it how 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 is it that we have allowed this to, to happen that that it's come to this where uh I I believe that with any other any other candidate any other presidential candidate let's just start in 2007 and Barack Obama was not the candidate and some other person was running for office if that person's bona fides were under such a heavy cloud, do you think, as I do, that he would have been exposed? And why wasn't Barack Obama? Why isn't he exposed? I mean, he's exposed, but why isn't the mainstream media simply exposing this guy for who he is and what he is? It's a number of perfect storm factors all coming together at the same time. The tremendous, tremendous, um, uh, amount of political correctness from the racial industrial complex and others in the cultural Marxist left. A perfect confluence of factors coming together. A horrible candidate from the Republican Party, one of the worst they've ever put up in, in my living memory. Uh, literally awful, awful. You know, uh, 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 Dewey is a better candidate than John McCain. Uh, he, just a horrible candidate. Uh, Internationalists, apparently growing uh, influence of internationalists in our government. Um, uh, you know, uh, so many factors all coinciding as one that gives us this guy, along with the, uh, uh, you know, the cultural Marxist infiltration of the uh, mainstream uh, uh, journalist left uh, who wanted somebody like him, a man who would not only just support abortion, support infanticide, and all sorts of liberal shibboleths that they were certain he would bring to fruition in this quest to fundamentally transform this country. They were determined to come hella high water to make sure the American people bought this guy in and to convince him, even though if the dogs knew how the, 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 the dog food really tasted, they wouldn't, they wouldn't eat. They made sure that the dogs never got to taste the dog food. They yeah. didn't vet him. They ensured he wouldn't be vetted. And you so, know, voila, we got him all handsome with a nice big smile, and we're told, of course, that he's just the greatest intellect the White House has ever. Oh my seen. God, a genius, Absolutely. the smartest man in the room. Much less compared to anybody else. This guy is perfect. He's absolutely a god. The the apotheosis of everything liberalism can bring to you and be for you. I mean, I mean, my God. I mean, I, you know, I, looking back on it now. I'm amazed. One of the things I will have put on my tombstone, Doc, is I will have it put. I resisted all of this. I didn't fall for it for a microsecond. It never had me in its grip. I didn't have to say I regret the fact that he fooled me. I was never fooled one second. It's the one thing I'm going to insist. I, I, I think I'd rather have that on my tombstone more than my military combat service to this country. No doubt. 
through Barack Obama before, he, as soon as he was coming on the scene, when he was my state senator, I knew what a piece of human he was. Sarge, African newspapers, officials, the paternal family members have indicated that Obama was born in Mombasa. Now, there are no living witnesses to Obama's Hawaiian birth. There's the island state with the documented history of registering foreign births as Hawaiian. There, there, there were um, ambiguous and misleading words uh, of its officials uh, concerning what the Department of Health uh, has in its archives relating to Obama. There was Obama's uh, sideshow spectacle of uploading his birth certificate to the Internet in 2008 only to uh, 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 abruptly released the reported non-existent birth certificate in 2011 again online after fighting its uh, uh, production in, in court after court for over three years. Why isn't the mainstream media reporting this? I mean, I mean, you just you answered the question, and, and, and you answered it to my satisfaction. But I ask it again because if in fact we have uh, this sort of goings-on at the highest level of our government, one would think that any patriot to this country would want to see this sort of thing addressed because, to my mind, Sarge, it, if, if we have a president of the United States who is even in the slightest suspect the, – the, uh, and his bona fides are called into question of this magnitude from from every minute uh, detail. One would think that this country is, is in grave jeopardy. Who? We, we should want to know who it is we have put at the head of the most powerful government on earth. Well, here's the problem, Doug. The problem is going to be there are going to be consequences when this is exposed. There are going to be consequences. Now, the question is what the extent of those consequences are going to be. There are going to be people who are going to have to go to jail or be prosecuted. It's almost axiomatic and automatic. They knew it. They were in on the cover-up, and they're at high levels of government in both parties, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. That's one of the consequences. Another consequence is the possibility of the turmoil revealing him and taking the necessary action to either undo his presidency or just kick him out of office practically unceremoniously will entail with large segments of our population. Uh, and I'm not necessarily speaking racially or demographically. And I'm saying many, on the, the, many of those who enable his rise in the first place, uh, yes, constituencies that just don't want to see him gone, no matter what, the re- it won't matter what the reason is. They just don't want – they want him there. They want him to get away with this. No matter what, doesn't matter what the truth is. That's another potential consequence. Uh, Sorry, the fact that un- all of the legislation he has signed, with all the money that's already spent uh, as a consequence of, and so on and so forth, and the, what that entails, it's enormous. I understand why even people who didn't have anything to do with their dishonesty don't want to face this, because of the consequences that will entail. But they must be faced. And we're going to bite the bullet when it comes. It's going to kill this country. But, you know, that's, look, there are manifold reasons why people don't want to deal with this. Manifold. Some of them are people who just don't want this country to be 
brought to the verge of ruin by this utterly worthless piece of human debris who calls himself President of the United States. There are people out there who are complicit in it and don't want their exposure. They're, they're part, part in it to be exposed. Oh, uh, one of the worst things I've ever seen. I, I really can't think of much worse than this as far as our governance is concerned. Hello? No doubt. We we have a we have another uh, caller on the line. Caller, uh, uh, you're on with the C. Yeah. Robert Jones Situation Report. This is Karen Hunter. Hey, Karen, is that you? Sorry? <laughs> Have you made it into town? Okay. Hello, Karen. All right, we'll put Karen on hold for just a moment. Uh, he, I had a, I had a thought the other night, Sarge. Um, if Obama is exposed as a fraud and has committed fraud to run for and uh, succeed in winning the White House. If he's exposed, what happens then? Can uh, is a two part question. Can he be? Can everything that he signed, every piece of legislation, every signing statement, every executive order, can that be declared null and void? I mean, you, you're a student of the Constitution. I, I presume you would know the answer. Uh, I, you know, we were in uncharted waters, Doc. I got to admit, this here is utterly uncharted waters. You know, it, everything would be precedental. Uh, in that, at least as, as far as finding a practical application to a quote undoing unquote Obama's presidency, but mm-hmm. uh, I would speculate that of course not all of it can be undone. Some things, you know, you can't take back his decision to uh, send a drone up uh, all of Lockheed's ass. I mean, that's mm-hmm. done. Cannot be undone. Uh, much of the money that's been spent as a result of his signature uh, cannot be gotten back. Back. It's probably much of it can, but certainly not. Probably not most of it. But to the extent that to the extent that it can be done, it must be done. You go you go back over everything that you can find. You go back over everything that's possible to undo, and you simply undo it because everything he did, he did on the, allegedly on the basis of his constitutional authority when he signed the law, when he made an executive order. Whatever he did at the base, I'm the 44th president. I think was done on the basis of constitutional authority. If he didn't have the constitutional authority to undo the job, to take the job in the first place, we haven't had a president. Haven't had a president. Yeah. So of course everything he did is invalid. Everything, and to the extent that it can be, it must be undone and re-engineered if you want it. Through a proper president, proper constitutional and executive authorization. There is no other credible answer that can be. To the extent that it can be, it must be undone, and it will not be complete. But to the extent that it's humanly possible, everything he did for these three years, every day, makes it worse. And remember, every day makes it worse. Yeah. It has to be undone. So, so uh, Sarge, now we have dueling... Uh, uh, dueling uh, evidence here. Ken Bennett, Arizona Secretary of State, and Sheriff Joe Alpayo. Now, Bennett has said that this case is closed regarding Obama's birth certificate, yet Sheriff Joe believes that Obama's um, investigative team has uh, revealed a blatant forgery of Obama's Selective Service Registration form and his birth certificate. 
uh, how do we reconcile the two? If the Secretary of State has said that the matter is closed and Obama can be on the ballot, um, and Sheriff Joe uh, Arpaio uh, has revealed Obama's uh, bona fides to be fraudulent, where do we go from here? Oh, look, somebody, either the Republican National Committee, John McCain, somebody put a horse head in Ken Bennett's bed. That's what happened. He's mm-hmm. buckling. You know, he's been gotten to. They made him come to Christ, come to Satan, whatever it is they did, and they <laughs> got him to turn on him. Joe Arpaio doesn't care. He's one of the toughest men I've ever seen. Yeah. A man of more courage and integrity, I think, than anywhere. He said, and his chief investigator, Mike Zulu, said they have uncovered more information. This press conference they're going to give in about two weeks in August, about the middle of August, they said they're going to give, has uncovered information that is more shocking than the first. And the first one was a bombshell that many people just chose to ignore. I believe him. I don't think they're making anything up. They say yeah. they've been digging around back in the back alleys. They've gotten cooperation from the Honolulu Police Department. State of Hawaii has been, like, giving them the cold, cold shoulder. But they've been getting cooperation from Honolulu PD and where to go and what places to look. Who to see? They've been asking questions. They say now they've gotten more information. I believe him. I don't think he's making it up. I, I, yeah. I, this, what is, I think what's available on the fraud of this man and his enablers is like an iceberg. What you see is huge and enormous, but what's below the waterline is even more vast. And I think they're just probably chipping at the surface of what's below the waterline. They're going to come up with more information. They're going to be more stuff of the mainstream media to ignore and more stuff of these cowards who uh, say they are sworn constitutional officers to ignore and not do anything about. And, uh, you know, all this is going to keep percolating. Like, you know, like, you know, you got a loose-fitting lid on a pot that's, you know, got boiling mm-hmm. water and sprinkling. That's what's going on. It's about ready to blow off. It is. They know it. They're in panic mode. The state of Hawaii, these officials, like I said, with this – with this little cute verification thing they came up with, mm-hmm. they're looking for a way to cover their behind. The verification is a non-verification and crucial aspects of verifying if someone is constitutionally eligible. It doesn't provide the information. They made the Secretary of State reword his request to deflect attention from the fact that that birth certificate is probably altered. What they have on file was probably created in 2006, between 2006 and 2008, and it says so. Late or altered. Wow. I mean, I'm looking at the stuff. I'm looking at a copy of the document, verification of birth. Yeah. The date of birth is not the thing of it. Time, they verified when he was born by time, which is something he could have said for his later altered birth certificate. But the date of birth, which is required to be legally proven under certain criteria under Hawaii law in order to have legally probative status, was not did not meet the requirements when he made his late and altered certificate. Probably because, you know, it does not verify with anything he provided the secretary. They couldn't properly verify that even by their loose standards. Yeah. So we don't know what date he was born on. And it's probably three weeks, as I said before, it's probably three weeks earlier than he claims. It's not August 4th. It's probably sometime in June or July. So, so, so Sheriff Joe comes out uh, in in a couple of weeks. Uh, when do you say he's going to have his uh, his press conference? Uh, as uh, he's having his press conference in the middle of June, in the middle of June, some two weeks or so into into June, and we are going to see we're going to see what he has to say and uh, how, how how much like I said the mainstream press is going to run. Donald Trump is on board with this now. Yeah. Donald how do you? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Donald Trump is apparently full bore 
that he's got a phony birth certificate. He's probably prepared to uh, 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 finance uh, uh, Trevor Powell's cold case process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I suspect that there are quite a few um, uh, folks who are, are lining up to uh, to help that out. To help that out. But how do you think? I'm going to give a. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a, a link here. I'm posting in the, in the chat room a link. Okay. Uh, for Joe Pyle's update from the state of Hawaii, you can hear what Joe Pyle, uh, Mike Zullo has to say about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ain't pretty for Obama. It ain't pretty for Obama. How do you think this is all going to affect the uh, election coming out uh, uh, in just just what five months from now? Five and a half months. You know, uh, oh. I mean, there's so many other factors put in play. I was afraid to say because the cover-up is, I mean, the, the, the blackout of the mainstream press is so absolutely complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just never seen the like. I've never seen the like. I've never seen anything like this. No, never. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know if it's going to affect the election in time. I know one thing. The facts are going to be out there about them, I believe, before the election comes around. And the only question is, are, are, are people uh, are, are people going to decide to look at the truth and 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 take the appropriate action? That's the only question I have. I think all of it's going to be. I think uh, a, a pile and his investigators are dogged. They're going to have to kill him to keep him from revealing what they know. Yeah, I, I was I, I was thinking something along the lines of something uh, that 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 would occur in a movie script if something were to happen to uh, you know Sheriff Joe. I know that uh, Eric Holder has um, has uh, decided to uh, prosecute uh, Joe for uh, civil rights violations and that sort of thing. Um, uh, I, I think the civil suit they're taking out again. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking, uh, Sarge, that. Um, that you and uh, GGT are going to probably have a lot to talk about with regard to this issue also over the next uh, few weeks. It's just a guess, though. Um, I, you know, I think that uh, what, what I think is all of this, all of this information, all of the mystery surrounding President Obama, all of the cloudiness, uh, uh, the the. It should affect a great number of the electorate. It should, especially the independents. You know, if the guy is, if there's, I mean, I know that there are those out 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 in the world who out in this country who will say, well, you know, who really cares about that stuff? He's doing a good job. You know, what? Go ahead. Did you choke? Did you choke? Good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But uh, please, nine eleven. Call nine one for me. God. Put the link. Uh, a good job. Yeah, got and, it. And I actually believe he's doing a good job. I mean, you're right. You're right. Are, I mean, they're deluded, insane, obaminess, and there's nothing you can say to them to convince them otherwise. And there's probably no point in even trying to discuss it. All mm-hmm. we can do is just deal with what his record actually shows, and then say the only person who can say such things is deluded and/or a member of a cult. Yeah, but I, I got the Obama cult. To uh, a sheriff, uh, uh, Ohio's uh, posse member, uh, Mike Zulo. And listen, you can click on that link and see what he has to say about this, and uh, I can guarantee you, there's also that site also has a great deal of information. I got it. Uh, it's really a great site, uh, great videos on there, uh, great information. Uh, it's almost a one-stop shopping for the facts on this issue, the burglar well, report. 
I appreciate uh, putting it up in the chat room. I'm probably going to have to do a show, you know, related exclusively to this. Uh, it it uh, it looks pretty good from here, you know, based on it. it you know, from what I've seen so far, I mean, it's uh, it looks like a treasure trove of information. I hope uh, a lot of folks who are listening to the show, a lot of the guests there, and some of the some of the other folks in the chat room will 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 take a look at it and pass it on. You know, I I. I believe that, Sarge, that this country has sunk to the depths of its moral, uh, I don't know, I can't even find the right words, to elect a, a man whose past is so shrouded in mystery, uh, whose uh, records are sealed, uh, scholastic records, uh, whose birth certificate has been called into question. I have not, you know, I've been on this earth 50 years as of January 1st. And, you know, I've searched the records of presidential candidates going all the way back to yeah, uh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, and I've not found any, any, not one instance of a president or a presidential candidate uh, bona fides ever being called into question. Not one. Uh, you know, but this president, it, it, it just seems he's such a shady character with such a shady background, with, with a background that's shrouded in mystery. I just can't understand how he came to be elected in the first place. What what what, what was the electorate thinking? Uh, they uh, they saw a chance to expiate America's most grievous original sin, the sin of slavery, yeah. and racism, and mm -hmm. bigotry, and segregation, and Jim Crow, and all blah blah blah. All of that. Here was a chance oh, to put it all behind us with this uniter, yeah, this cultural Marxist usurpatious uniter. Somehow we really brought together, haven't I? I mean, racially, we're really more harmonious now than when he first came in. You know, he who, if he had a son, it would look like Trayvon. Oh, yeah. and the sons he talks about. Yeah, well, what is it? What's up with him and yeah. and Two speeches. Yeah. He talks about sons. Yeah. That he two sons. Have according to, at least according to his word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Sarge. This this guy is the most. It's absolutely cool. You say if I was to write something, we'd like something like Barack Obama. We'd like a creature like this to the president of the United States. Are you crazy? American people have more sense and intelligence than that. There's too much information available for the American people to be bamboozled by something like this. Yeah, and I would have said that in years ago. I don't think, sorry, that Americans. Especially those on the left have been bamboozled at all. Bamboozled at all. I believe that you're absolutely right. They know this guy's shady. They know this guy's past is shrouded in mystery. They 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 understand that there's something not right with this guy. But he's doing the work that they want done. You know, I they they like you said, and you put it you put it properly. He's doing what they wanted to do for a long time. Uh, and that is bring this country from to from my my point bring this country to its knees uh to bring this country to heal now just think for a minute doc now here's a guy 
who's over here decrying the treatment of Vietnam veterans, all like me, you know, baby yeah. killers, mm-hmm. you know, rapace monsters, slaughtering civilians, whatever we possibly could at every turn, mm-hmm. you know, the drugged out dopers, you know. You know, he's decrying, oh, wasn't it awful what they did to those poor Vietnam veterans? The people he runs with were some of the biggest enablers of that conduct ever. They were on the front lines and the leadership of it. What I wonder, what I wonder, uh, Sarge, is what they were thinking about when he was giving that speech. You know, because basically he he just stabbed him in the back because they were. I'm sure that uh, the the liberals who were uh, shouting "baby killer" and spitting on soldiers coming back, like yourself coming back from a war in Vietnam, they certainly didn't couldn't have expected him to uh, to utter the words that he did. Uh, I mean, and because after all, you know, I think the consensus among the American people today is that it was it was, it was utterly inexcusable. Yeah. To, even if you assume the war in Vietnam was a failure that we should never have entered into it, it should never have been uh, attributed the, the, the failures and the, any egregious conduct of the war and and and, and any uh, improper motives for the war should never have fallen upon the backs of the soldiers. Soldiers yeah. followed the orders. That's all they did. Uh, the behest of their representative government. Exactly. So they can understand that since most American people, the vast majority of American people, believe that absolutely now that yeah. uh, Barack Obama would have to, you know, uh, oh, you know, um, uh, pay lip service to mm-hmm. this new mm-hmm. people, and they say, well, okay, we understand you got to say this, you know, but yeah. you're still better than Dr. Vietnam because that's well, it was a fight against communism, and you're a dedicated Marxist. No doubt, no doubt. We've got just we've got. Sarge, we've got just about three minutes left. Please once again announce the show that's coming up uh, with you and GGT tonight at 1130 on the conservative primetime. Well, I just did. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. uh, folks will be able to get some coffee in them like I'll, like I'll try, like I try to do almost every night, but somehow I can't manage it. I get up at 3.30, 4.30 in the morning. I, I just run out of gas, guys. But I love your shows, and I listen to them you know, when, uh, when they're put up on, in the chat room, and they are so excellent, and oftentimes they're a riot. But always informative. Uh, I mean, just, a, just an excellent show. Uh, you, uh, GGT, and, uh, and, and, and 2020 Radio Network, and so many others, uh, Annie Southern Sense, Great radio shows. Um, you know, I try hard to you know to live up to the standards of your your great uh, your great uh, show, radio shows. And but uh, you know, you guys are you know hard act to uh, hard act to follow. Anyway, thank you so much, uh, Sarge, for calling in and, and providing your wit and wisdom and knowledge. We are done for the day. Uh, please tune in tomorrow. We'll continue this conversation. I hope everyone has a great evening. Thanks again, Sarge. I say good night, man. Good night. All right, guys. All right. Have a great night. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. We're out.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.